Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. I am your host. Today, I have a special guest. He goes by the name of Paxton Chase. He is an up-and-coming artist in the alternative indie music scene. How are we doing today, Paxton? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm good, man. Um, When, you know, <clears throat> when you reached out, I was like, you know what? I've never spoken to somebody that does alternative music. You know, usually it's, uh, you know, somebody who's in, uh, who's a rapper, you know, you know, hip-hop drill, things of that nature. But that's not your flow. So tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Well, um, you know, I grew up in the streets of New Jersey. Uh, I kind of, um, I deal with mental health issues and my uh, my music is about helping people, letting people know that they're not alone when they deal with that type of stuff because I know how hard it is. And I just rather, I remember when I was dealing with it as a kid or whatever the kid may be, I felt like I was alone and that made it harder. But to know that someone else is there, it um, really helps. So um, I make... Um, uh, real slow, dark tone music. Sometimes I have lighter tones with it, but still have like a message behind it. Okay. Um, most of the time, it's like I do some type of rap or other other versions of hip hop, but this is like my main like thing. So when you say darker tones, like do you talk about things that like people wouldn't normally talk about? When you do, you talk about you know uh, people unliving themselves. Do you talk about you know, things that keep people depressed, things of that nature? Yeah. Um, I talk a lot about, um, uh, like, you know, stuff like that, bipolar, anxiety. Um, yeah, pretty unliving, all that type of stuff that people, that's like, you know that happens, but you won't talk about it, you know, like, or people go through it, but they are afraid to talk about it, bring out help or look for help because, you know, people don't want to talk about it, so. Well, music music is a way to heal people. So, I mean, mm. your music, there's a message behind what you're saying. You're not just doing it just to cause controversy. You're doing it because mm. you are dealing with something yourself. Mental issues, mental health issues is a big deal. A lot of people mm. still don't like, it's a, it's a genre that people don't want to talk about. It's something that people mm -hmm. still like to push to the back burner, but that stuff is starting to come out more and more. Um, mm -hmm. But your music I think it can impact people because you're dealing, it's not like you're just doing it because you're not dealing with those issues. You are dealing with those issues yourself and mm -hmm. you found a way to express yourself where you can have a message behind the music to help other people. So do you think that's a big intent of yours is to help other people as well? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, when I first started doing this, um, I was kind of doing it for myself. Like it was just a way to vent. Um, I didn't expect anyone to listen. I had like no views on SoundCloud. I no one cared. No one was commenting. Like it was like I went to school and no one was like, "Oh my god, look, I heard your song." It was just you know a way for me to get my my stuff out, thinking that no one would hear my like my demons. Um, eventually that changed. You know, it took time, but eventually um, I got to the point where I was the um over like five hundred thousand people were listening to me, wow. and uh, I mean it got to the point where I realized that um like oh shit like. People who like like people are um, listening on, and people were like, you know, message me, see me on the street, you know, thank you, or I help you help me really much, or I like I I don't feel alone no more, you know, just stuff like that. Like they understood my issues, and I understood theirs, so we connected in like that way. So at some point, my goal has changed from like oh, I just want to 
make music or I just want to vent to like, yo, if I could make a minute song or a two minute song that makes little Johnny feel like, oh my God, I'm, I'm not alone or I, I can do better or I'm going to be better, then what's, why not? Right. And, and the amazing part about all this is, is you are helping people deal with their trauma. You have people mm-hmm. that, that, that's been buried down deep down and never been able to deal with their trauma. But your music might trigger something in them that's helping them heal without realizing that's why they're coming up to you and saying thank you. And to me, that's a beautiful thing because you're helping people. You you help one person, I think it changes can change somebody's lives, but you are helping multiple people. I mean, you got mm-hmm. half a million people listening to your stuff. That's an amazing accomplishment, man. That's an amazing com- it's like it's like somebody selling 500,000, you know, copies of their music, you know, when when they have a studio album. You're doing that hmm. by yourself. You you don't have like you're not signed to a major uh, major record label, are you? No. So think about that. Think about the what you have accomplished on your own doing your music and helping lives. It's amazing. It's amazing. You should be proud of yourself. And and, and I know sometimes we want to do things, you know, for ourselves, but when you start to change lives, it wakes people up. You show that, hey, this is something that I can do to help others and continue to do to help others. Yeah, and that's been the goal. I mean, there's sometimes, you know, being independent and like, like you said, I've done this. I've been doing this by myself since I was uh, 17. I'm 24 now. And I've, there's trials, there's tribulations, you know. Um, but there's been multiple times where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. Like, I can't keep doing this, man. It's it's a taxing um, experience, but it's a beautiful experience at the same time because um, on those moments where I want to, like, say, yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah, I'm good. Or um, I got one more project in me, guys, talking to my friends or stuff like that. I look back at the amount of people that messaged me, and I realize that why, what's the point of, like, like me quitting or retiring as what my friend like to say. Like, I don't feel like I'm that old to say retire. But um, me quitting is kind of, un- I don't want to say unfair, but pointless. Because like, I'm still young. I still got a couple of years left on me. So why not help as many as I could, whether I quote unquote make it or don't, you know what I mean? Still try my best to put, put out some content, new content to help new listeners or old listeners. So that's just the goal now. You you have a lot of years left. Me, twenty four years old. Like, I, no, bro. You you. I mean, you're gonna be around for for quite a while. You got musicians that are still in their fifties, sixties, and seventies still making music. You're twenty. You you have an abundance amount of time, and the more time that passes, the more creativity can can keep flowing through you. It, ideas come from out of nowhere. You might be sitting there looking at seeing a movie, and then something you see in the movie triggers something that boom, you have an epiphany, and boom, you have something new that you wanna you wanna write or you wanna put down. So do you keep a book? Do you have, do you write everything out and just, do you have like books and books of songs that you keep? I, I'm sure you haven't uh, put everything out there yet. Um, I always got to explain it. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> Most of my songs are um, kind of freestyle. Uh, I think everything, I treat music like a puzzle. Huh. So someone will send me the beat, right? My producer sends me the beat or whatever the case may be. And I'll, I'll hear it and I fall in love with it or whatever it may be. So I'll freestyle that beat right then and there. I'll just like start going on to it, singing, rapping, whatever it may be. And then I'll take a line. I'm like, oh, that line was hot. And I'll write that line down. Then I'll write around that line for a little bit to um, 
then if I get stuck, I get like four or five lines and I get stuck, I'll freestyle including those lines, then start freestyling from those lines, from the end of that and keep going, then write around whatever I like again, pull that in until I got a full song. Um, either, either I do that or I just go and just freestyle it, see what happens. And if I don't like it, restart. If I like it, we keep it. But I, I, I do have a lot of songs on the computer and my phone from doing that that I just uh, um, am waiting to release. Um, this is actually the first time I've had a lot of songs with the tuck. Um, usually I record as needed because I feel like it's more organic to like really feel it and then go record. I haven't like felt like, oh my God, I'm sad or I'm dealing with this. Let me go record it and release it later. That's never been me. But with a lot going on in the world, I haven't had time to map out a plan to do it. So I actually have a lot of songs in the vault, which is really rare for me. Well, I mean, it, it's that's a good thing, though, because now you know you have, if you, let's say you go through a slow period and you don't have, you know, you haven't had an epiphany in a while and, and it's just, it's not working for you at the moment. You have stuff that you can rely on to do what you need to do, be able to put music out. You know, it, sometimes it, it takes time and, and to us to build something. And then when you finally build it and you have it, you go, wow, like, where did all this come from? Because <laughs> I didn't expect exactly. this. To, right. I didn't expect to have this much backup to doing what you're doing. So mm-hmm. what has been the biggest pain point for you doing music? Because you said, I mean, in your bio, you you could have went the way of a drill rapper. You could have went the way of what everybody else does. What was your what was the biggest influence for you to go your way to go not to do what everybody else is doing? Um, I just don't want to, I don't want to inspire or push people to, I don't want to say that type of music push people to do worse. I don't want to say that, but it's an influence. You know what I mean? Music is an influence and I don't want to influence people to just like not care about other humans or just money, drugs, sex. Like, I don't want to do that. I think that's, that's I'm straight at, I don't even do drugs or money like that. Um, not money. I write money. I don't do drugs or um, alcohol and stuff like that. But um, I just feel like that's just not me. And I don't want to talk about stuff that I'm not. Um, most of every song you will ever hear from me is stuff that I've actually been through, whether relationships, anxiety, or aliving attempts, all that is stuff that I have been through. So I try to keep it as real and organic as I can. Um, most of the artists I listen to are like that. Um, and it's funny because I listen to all types of music, but my main types are like X, uh, Kid Cudi, um, Hobson, Michael Jackson, and like even 50 Cent I listen to. Those are my like my top five idols. And they have molded, they like, they've inspired me to make the kind of music I make in different ways. Yeah. Um, um, and so off of that, I just, I fully believe that the type of music I make is just me. Like that's just my personality. That's just who I am. And I want to share it with the world, but I don't want to go around saying "fuck you," "left you," yada yada. When I could just be like, yeah, I, "I'm I go through things, bro, and you go through things, and they go through things. So what's the point of hiding it? Let's just acknowledge it and do better for ourselves." So let's go. Let's let's take it back a take. I love what you just said before. What you just said is music is an influence. Music is an influence. You are hundred percent, thousand percent correct. When you said, and people don't think it is music, it can can affect you in certain ways. It can pump you up. It can hype you up. I mean, look at X. X is one prime example. X will have you to the top, you know, ready to fight somebody. But then he can turn around and have a prayer on the same album that makes you think. You know what I mean? So yeah. he he knew how to find balance in what he was doing. X was great balance, yeah. right? Great balance. He he can get you rah rah. 
But at the same time, he can get you thinking in your head like, yo, this this is deep. This is the kind of stuff. Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what's going on in somebody else's head. And that's the thing. So depending, like I said, music can heal you or music can get you riled up. Either way it goes. You Mm -hmm. are correct. And I think a lot of people need to understand that music is an influence. And I think you're the first musician that I've spoken to that's actually used that phrase because most people don't use that. And I think that's you being a deeper thinker than, than, you know, um, most people out there that I, that I've talked to, you are, you have a message behind your music. You know what your music can do for people and you are being cautious about how you use your words going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I've had to learn it a little bit because I used to have like crazy out there titles mm-hmm. and I like, I've learned that, you know, certain things can trigger people in negative ways. So I, kind of lightened up on certain titles or I don't say certain things in song because once again same scenario can trigger in certain negative ways. Um because I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want nobody to hurt themselves because of me. So I try my best to like keep it like a light tone, but when you really listen and really get there and get there, you realize like, whoa, wait, wait. He he's saying something. Wait, let me just calm down real quick because this is this is different. This is like not what I thought it was. I thought he was just saying some sad stuff, but he He's talking, he's venting. And then when you start to get down to the like deeper layer, you're like, I've been there. That's always been the goal. It's like, oh, wait, I know I, I, I can relate to that. Because just relating to something is just, it's, it's a different feeling, especially when you can relate to another person. Because people are so um, disassociated with each other now. You know what I mean? So when you like find someone that you could either like talk to, whether it's a relationship, a friend, a family member, or just an artist or a song, it, it really it makes a difference. Well, yeah, you are correct. We're, we're at an age now where people just, the, the socialness for people have gone. You know, people mm-hmm. are not as, uh, we're, we're social creatures. We are. We like to be around each other, but the pandemic has hampered that a lot. A lot of people mm-hmm. are not around each other like they would normally be. And you are correct. Uh, music can, you know, bridge that gap. You know what I mean? If you have the correct message, they, that can be their companion. When I'm down, or I need to get hyped up. I listen to music beforehand. Like before I come in and do my shows, I'm always listening. And you know, one of the funny things is Kid Cudi, I listen to him, um, Pursuit of Happiness is the one mm, song yeah. I, I is the one I, I kid you not, is the one song I put on every time I do before I do a podcast. That is the <laughs> one song. I'm serious. I'm, I'm being very serious. Nah, Cudi is a he's a he's a inspiration, man. He's a great artist, bro. Yes. So I listen to the song before I get on because I'm like, you know, this it just gets me it gets me going because that's the it's pursuit of happiness is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. People don't understand what's going on. People don't understand your dreams. They just don't. You understand your dreams. You understand what you want to do. Now, have you been able to do concerts, shows? Are you out there? Do you have a schedule for that or have you not uh, gone that route yet? Um, I was doing show before the pandemic and after the pandemic, I. Um, I kind of slowed down. I haven't done a show since uh, the COVID um, pandemic, but um, I do plan to get back on it sooner or later. I really haven't really pushed the um, performance aspect um, lately. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, most venues don't really play, you know, the type of stuff that I make anymore. So it's kind of hard to find venues like that and stuff, but I really haven't like tried. I'm not going to act like I've been looking around and be real with you. Like I really haven't tried too hard lately. But you have a following, though, and that's the thing. You have a following. So wherever mm-hmm. you go and wherever you promote it, they're going to follow you and they're going to go see you. You know what I mean? Even if it's a mm-hmm. crowd of, 
you know, even if it's a crowd of 100 people, even if it's a crowd of 50 people, you're still going to have people who are going to come out to specifically. Come on, you've had people or half a million people listen to your stuff, man. People, you, you have a yeah. following. People are going to come yeah. out to listen to you. You just have to find the right time and place for that to happen. And it's, I mean, there's really no rush for it right now. You know what I mean? Because you, you, the way you're doing things, where do you normally record? Is there a studio you go to? Do you do things from your house? Because I know a lot of people who are musicians have their own studio at home. Yeah, I have a studio at home. Um, yeah, I uh, I had a full flex studio in a next room next to me, honestly. But um, unfortunately, I had a hurricane here and it flooded and it, it killed the whole thing. So, oh man, now I'm just rocking with a mic and a computer like the old days. But um, I'm, I, I'm rebuilding it as as we speak. It's getting back up there, but usually I'm home alone. Doing that. So, what type of mic do you use for your music? Is it a condenser mic? Is it a dynamic mic? It's a Bluebird um, condenser. It's a condenser. So yeah. you have you have to have your room pretty pretty padded, right? Because a condenser mic will pick up everything in the room. Yeah, yeah, room is padded. The whole studio is just padded, <laughs> padded. <laughs> just so much padded, so much foam and all that, man. Oh man, I hated putting that crap up, bro. I hated it. Hey, I, I, I'm right. I got to use a, a dynamic mic because I can't use a condenser mic where I'm at. You know what I mean? Because everything yeah. would pick up in my house. I, I don't have the luxury of getting a studio right now. You know. Um, yeah. One day, I, one day I want that. I mean, I think that's the dream for everybody to get, you know, get into a studio, do what we want to do, and, and live that life. But for, but for you, um, music has been an influence for you for your your entire life. When did you know yeah. that is music is what you wanted to do? Um, hmm. I remember in like elementary school, I would like listen, like watch, you know, rap videos and stuff like that. Obviously, I was too young to understand what they were saying, but it was something that was so captivating to me. And um, in middle school, I would like do comedy rap. Like I would just rap some dumb stuff for people to laugh at and like, bang, you know, little dumb stuff like that. But when I got to high school, I think I um, I was freestyling in um, the lunchroom, you know, regular stuff. And um, one day, um, I just wanted to, it was like a little social experiment that me and my friends did. So I went table to table with a sign i like like will rap for food like whatever you want to give me i'll rap for it just see what happens like what would it give me type stuff you know and i was getting money drinks food all of it and my friend was like bro let's make a song together let's see what we could do and i'm i'm thinking it's not gonna like he's kidding and then one day he came over with the mic the headphone like he was serious and i dropped my first song at 17 with him and it just kind of changed. Like people heard it. They're like, yo, that, yo, you're going hard. I guess that would, you know, the praise that people give you. But after that, I was like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. I mean, it was just a different feeling, just putting out my words. I mean, at the time it wasn't as deep as it is now, but just putting out what I, what I said, what I felt, having fun with beats and just switching flows, just rapid, you know, and people loving it. Um, the what made me change my genre to like what it was now because like back then it was just real like rap hip hop stuff. Um, I I made like one deep song and I just felt so relieved. Like it just felt amazing to be free, quote unquote. And um, I put that out and nobody fucked with that song. <laughs> like it was so like like kind of what do you, what are you talking about? No one wants to hear that. Like, no, to the point where people in school just act like I never even rapped anywhere. Like, they're just like, no, 
that was my first song that like was really deep, but it felt good to me. So I just kept doing it. And as it progressed, the views on SoundCloud started going down. So I had zero views. Like I dropped wow. a small little mixtape, like four or five songs. No one, no one listened like at all. And that's why I'm like, oh, I'm just doing it for myself then. And then one day I got here. I don't even know. <laughs> that's it. Like I'm here I am now. So how many e- uh, how many uh, EPs and LPs do you have out right now? Um, EPs, I want to say like six. Mm-hmm. And then I have two mixtapes, so that makes it, no. Five EPs and I have two mixtapes, so that makes it seven. Wow. That is a ton of music, man. I just lied to you. I make it. It makes it eight. I just dropped it. I just dropped a mixtape in February. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. It's it's hard to keep up sometimes, man. It's hey, hard to keep up. When you got that much stuff in your head, man, you just gotta put it out. I, I listen, I gotta give you, I gotta give you a lot of props, bro. Uh, and the reason I say I gotta give you a lot of props, man, is because you you straight edge, which is killer to me, man. Especially when 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 people are dealing with with mental illness or mental issues, mental health issues. A lot of people don't know how to deal and they they turn to certain things to make them feel better. Levity. They want levity. They want to feel better. But you haven't gone down that path, man. You are stronger, you know, than a lot of people that I know, man. And, and you've been able to, you know, keep yourself in the right direction. I mean, is it just because you've never wanted to try it or is this just not for you? Um, In high school, I... I, I did a lot of some drugs. I want to say a lot, but in high school I was doing some shit, doing some stuff. You know what I mean? And um, within doing that, uh, I did have a friend one day overdose. Um, he didn't like pass, and people, people when I, when you hear overdose, you're like, oh, oh my god, like dramatic. He didn't pass, but it it scarred me. Like it really made me think like life is like that. Even though I didn't care about my own life, um. It's still like, was like, well, I don't want to go out like that. I look like it's painful. But um, so I kind of calmed down on the drug. I wasn't like stopping, but it made me like calm down and realize like, whoa, um, this is this is different. Um, what made me fully stop um, is um, just certain um, people like Hobson. He's straight edge. Um, a lot of people don't know a lot of artists. Tyler, the creator, straight edge. Little Yachty, straight edge. Um, there's a lot of artists that people think are out here just doing what they do. In reality, they're not. They're just, that's what they promote. And I, I didn't want to be that guy to like be like, don't do this, don't do that, but still doing it. Like everything, like I said, everything I do is real. So the main thing that made me like stop doing it was just having my friend overdose because that made me like realize like, um, this stuff could take you out any time and. Yeah, I have my own issues, and yeah, I don't care. But I always say I want to. I always said that if I'm going to go out, I want to go out by my own hands, not by something else. So that makes a lot of sense, man. It's we have to create our own destiny. So when you know people say, you know, it's not in the card. No, 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 no. You have to make your own future. You have to make your own destiny, and that's what you're doing, man. You're doing things your way. You don't have to conform your music to what everybody wants because it's your music, man. Mm-hmm. You made it at first, you made it for you, but now, now that you know, you have a following, you're making it for everybody who has gone through anything who can relate to your music and who's healed from that and who's helped them down the road, man. I salute you for that, man. It's, I appreciate it's it. Yeah, man. It's a beautiful thing. It's great, man. And I, you know, I wish you nothing but 
success and just keep going, bro. Keep going because it's out there, man. You can make your own money. Now a lot of these rappers are not, and these musicians are not relying on these record labels anymore. They're going out and they're making their own deals. They're going out and they're making their own money. They're using SoundCloud. They're using all these other platforms that they can make money off of to support themselves and get there. You understand what I mean? So it's just, mm-hmm. you just got to keep going. Where can people reach you at? Where can people hear your music? Where can people reach you on your socials? Get it out there from my audience. I mean, anywhere. Uh, you can Google me, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, at Pax and Chase, which is P-A-P-A-X-S-O-N, Chase Like the Bank. Um, I'm everywhere you can think of. Uh, pretty much that's it. So before we jump off, I want to leave everybody with this. If you have, no matter what anybody says, if you have found your purpose, live it. I appreciate you guys tuning in. We will talk to you next time.